Hey friends, welcome to Because She Chose. If you're a busy mom desiring consistency and growth in your relationship with God, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Camille McIntyre. In this show, we'll discover practical tips, find helpful resources, and interview amazing women as they share their stories on growing in their relationship with God. Thanks for joining in and listening. Hello and welcome to Because She Chose, the podcast for you, busy mamas, overwhelmed with doing all the things with me, of course, Camille McIntyre. I have had such a wonderful, wonderful time with Holy Week and Easter weekend and all the things. And even though I know it's going to be a week after that you will be hearing this, I'm still flying high. Our Easter Sunday service was so beautiful, and I just cannot get over how God has been doing amazing things in our church, Oasis Church NYC. So I just want to talk a little bit about evaluating how you are doing, because I was doing that last week. I was thinking, hmm, this season has been so, so interesting. Like, I feel as if we've been growing and like we're on the right track towards so spiritual growth goals, I mean, I don't know. Do you actually do that in your own life? Do you look at how far you've come? Do you look at where you were a year ago and evaluate if you've grown or not? I always do this because it's such a good idea because it'll give you some benchmarks. Like you think, all right, how was I six months ago? Was I really not growing? Was I not reading my word? Was I not praying? And then evaluate and say, what am I doing today? Am I doing better with that? Am I not doing better? Do I need to do a better job? You know, there's this psalm that I was reading and it just hit me really strong today. And it's Psalm 66, 10 through 12. And it says, for you, O God, have tested us. You have refined us as silver is refined. You brought us into the net. You laid affliction on our backs. You have caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but you brought us out to rich fulfillment. It just blew me away when I heard, I like to listen to the Bible on the Bible app and you can have the man read to you in like the NLT version or the NKJV. So if you like listening instead of just reading, I love to hear the inflections of their emotions when they're reading through it. And when I heard him say that God has brought us out to rich fulfillment, it filled me with such joy because I don't know about you, I feel as if we have been through the ringer. I'm a firm believer that when you feel like you are going through a crisis or a trial, you really do need to evaluate how you're responding to it because it can make or break you. So like I said, I felt like the last, I don't know, three years since COVID happened that it's been one big trial after another. Hasn't it felt that way? I mean, have you felt like you're barely treading water at times? I know I have been. I don't know if it's been your personal life or like for us, my husband and I, sometimes in the life of our ministry, we feel that. We feel like we're barely treading water even in our ministry, we feel like we were constantly fielding difficult situation after difficult situation. But I've been sensing a change in trajectory, almost as if we are like finally coming up for air after holding our breath like underwater for so long until you just can't hold it any longer. You know that feeling when you're just coming up, you're like, I am not going to make it. You're trying to get to the top and burst out of the water so you can breathe. That's kind of how I've been feeling. And let me explain. So when we began our church, Oasis Church on YC again, we had such great hope and faith. 
we're entering into the 20th year, and I can't believe it since we founded our church. And back then, it felt like we were walking through miracle after miracle. God was providing in ways that we just couldn't believe. People were coming and attending. They were coming from all over the place. They were calling Oasis home, their home, their church home. And they were bringing friends, and we were seeing just this wonderful amount of people committing their lives to Jesus. They were being water baptized, and we saw people stepping out in faith, and they were developing ministries. God was laying on their hearts. It was amazing. We saw people being healed, miracle healings of cancer and different things like that. We were having like two services every Sunday, and they were full. And we actually thought that we were going to have to go to three services at one point. But as with anything, the Lord wants to build, and the enemy is right there trying to destroy it. And we went, we've gone through so many rough seasons in the life of our ministry. And it's like after a decade of ministry, I remember we were devastated. I've told the story by Hurricane Sandy, and God provided through that, and we rebuilt. And a few years down the road, COVID, of course, hit us. Here we are now, a little after three years of that. And Many people moved out of New York City. We lost so many families. And after those last (laughs) year of this, we just felt like I just cannot even think about COVID and masking and all of these things. And it felt as if we were drowning. We've been drowning. The economy has been really hitting everyone hard. And with so many trials, people begin to lose hope. You know, my husband was preaching on Sunday and he quoted Proverbs 13, 12, and it says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. Sometimes God has to bring a shift in your life to get you where you're supposed to be. And that's what I've been sensing as we're entering into this new season. It's not just like spring and the newness of that in the physical world. It's feeling like there's a newness in the spiritual realm. We had such an amazing service yesterday in church and Like I said, there's new people attending, there's all these children, and the church has just been breathing new life. And there are new babies. You can see our elderly have been really enjoying this new cycle of life in our church. And that's the tough thing, I think, with tough seasons. Sometimes they feel as if they're never going to end. It's been like feeling like I was pregnant. You know, you were pregnant for nine months. You're like, I can't be pregnant one more day when you're past that nine months. And you feel like when you're nearing the end, it feels like it's dragging on and on and on, and you're never going to have the baby. And then finally you do. And there's this whole new season upon you. You Now you've got diapers and laundry and night feedings and all the things. And you feel like that newborn season is never going to end, right? It's like, wait, I felt like I was just pregnant. Now I can't wait for this newborn season to end. And then suddenly your baby is learning how to toddle around and say mama and dada and then you blink and they're going off to kindergarten. I mean, it's crazy. It's so funny when you really think about it. When you're in each season, it feels as if it's never going to end. And suddenly you're just thrust into that new season. That's how I feel right now. It's as if the baby is about to come forth. I wanted to record this feeling right now at this moment because I know God is about to do a new thing and it's going to burst forth. And I want to listen back on this episode and remember the feeling of waiting in anticipation. And I want to remember the feeling of hope deferred compared to the feeling of the baby being born and the joy that that brings. 
If you feel like this right now, I'm assuring you that God knows exactly where you are and what you need, and he will move you into the next season when the time is right. You know, when you trust God, he will do what only he can do in and through your life and with your life. And when you build your life on the solid rock of your faith in Jesus, he does the miraculous. My husband and I just finished a 21-day fast, and we feel revived. You can see it in our worship. You can feel it. You can sense it. You can see it in our people, the faith, their faith just growing greater and greater. Every time we're in service together, it just feels like the roof is going to blow off with worship. And they are beginning to believe God for more once again. And it starts with us. It starts with the leaders. So it's exciting when you build your life on that firm foundation of Jesus Christ. And that's found in 1 Peter 2, 5 and 6. Let me read it to you. It says, you also as living stones are being built up in a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Therefore, it is also contained in the scripture, behold, I lay in Zion, a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. I love it so much. He's not going to put you to shame. So as Christians, we are the building project of God. He's like this contractor and he's building a spiritual house for himself to dwell in. It's us. And there's Jesus, the chief cornerstone of the building, keeping our spiritual house from crumbling and falling into pieces. God has formed us into living stones to to be set upon the cornerstone of Jesus Christ, that solid rock. Each stone, each of us, is being carefully and deliberately placed, making us the walls of the house firmly set on the foundation of our faith. But our sin and unbelief tears down the house God is building for us. But he is so just to forgive us of our sins and our lack of faith. And he's right there again, building the house back up again. You know, we're imperfect. So that building goes on and on. And it feels like you're being torn down by your lack of faith and then built back up again as your faith is. It's like a roller coaster almost. But it's this continual building and rebuilding of our lives. And it will only be completed, let me tell you, once we are in heaven with him. Because that's what the Christian life is all about. I want you to try to let God continue to build you up in the most holy faith. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord, the Spirit of God. So with those very few words, from glory to glory, Paul sums up our entire Christian life from redemption and sanctification on earth to our glorious eternal welcome into heaven. There really is this great deal of content that's packed into those very few words. And this is so important because Paul is laboring at great length from 2 Corinthians 2.14 through to the end of chapter 5 to open up the reader's eyes to this great truth. This is why this truth matters so much because in the Greek, The word for glory is used twice in the phrase, from glory to glory, yet each usage of that word is really referring to something different. The first glory is that of the old covenant, this is the law of Moses, while the second is that of the new covenant, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Both have this unbelievable like splendor to it. So the old covenant was given to Moses directly from God, right? Because it was written by God's own finger in Exodus 31. You can look that up, 31 verse 18. 
So the root of our Christian faith is glorious. That's what that means. It's glorious. We are coming into glory and being brought from glory. So it's like this new covenant that we have surpasses that old covenant. It's being transformed. If you understand what Romans 12 says, you need to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. As you're renewing your mind and believing God for greater things and allowing your faith to just rise up a little bit more and allow him to increase your faith, I'm telling you, he just will be so faithful to bring you into glory and to transform you. So do you need this right now? Did you need to hear this, that God is positioning you and bringing you into this new realm of glory? Every single time you feel like you're down and out and you're down for the count and you look up and you say, Lord, I need you and I need you to help me help my unbelief, help increase my faith. He is so faithful to be right there. I'm going to be praying for you. If you are feeling this, that you need to move from glory to glory to a greater glory, maybe a a greater level of faith, I want to pray for you. I want you to DM me. Tell me that I feel this. I need to know what this really means. In 2 Corinthians 5, 17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, and the old is gone and the new has come. Maybe you need to be brought into the new. I'm just going to invite you right now. I'm going to pray for you and say, Lord, help us as your followers. Help us to have our lives radically transformed from just the here and now and possibly just treading water. Open our eyes so that we can see that you're bringing us into a glorious journey. You're taking us from glory to glory. I pray this in Jesus' name over you and sisters, loving you and blessings to you. Thanks so much for joining me today on this episode of Because She Chose. I hope you found some encouragement and help to find time to grow in your faith. Let me know if today's episode resonated with you and send me a message on Instagram at Camille underscore McIntyre or at Because She Chose, also on my Facebook business page, Camille McIntyre. If you are loving what you are hearing, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave me a review and rating. Until next time, take care.